Next Chapter Podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, my name is Michael Goodfriend, and I'm the executive producer of the Play On Podcasts. Listening to a, a podcast series like Coriolanus or Macbeth or any of Shakespeare's great histories and tragedies and... Well, pretty much anything he wrote, it's not unusual to hear a lot of things that ring true to our time. Within the first few minutes of the first episode of Coriolanus, it's, it's almost like hearing a splice of today's news. But what was happening in Shakespeare's time when he was writing these plays? What might he have been seeing and experiencing that made him want to tell these stories the way he did? More to the point. When it comes to Coriolanus and Anthony and Cleopatra and Julius Caesar and others, what was it about ancient Rome that made Shakespeare want to set so many of his greatest plays there and then? Well, with me now are two people who I know will shed a lot of light on these timely and timeless questions. Amrita Ramanan served as the dramaturg for our Play On podcast series, Coriolanus. She's a multidisciplinary artistic leader who holds the values of anti-racism, anti-colonialism, equity, access, diversity, and inclusion at the core of her practice. She's currently the senior cultural strategist and dramaturg for Play On Shakespeare. In her five seasons as Director of Literary Development and Dramaturgy at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, Amrita holistically supported new play commissioning and development for the festival. She served as the production dramaturg for OSF's productions like Cambodian Rock Band, Snow in Midsummer, Oklahoma, As You Like It, Macbeth, Alice in Wonderland, Henry V, Henry IV Parts One and Two. She produced and curated the Black Swan Lab for new play development and created the first ever OSF Writers Group. Also, I have with me Julie Foe. She was the voice and text coach for the Coriolanus series. She is a Connecticut and New York-based voice and dialect coach. She holds an MFA in voice and speech from the American Repertory Theater's Institute for Advanced Theater Training. With over 10 years of professional experience, she's coached productions for Marvel, Tectonic Theater Project, Bedlam, Woolly Mammoth Theater, McCarter Theater, just to name a few. It just so happens that she also studied Latin in middle school, high school, and college, and she minored in classical civilization, art, and architecture and focused specifically on 
the status of women as representative of the city-state of Rome. So I think I have the perfect people here to help us parse through what was going on for Shakespeare and what was going on in ancient Rome that makes these stories and this play in particular, Coriolanus, so relevant to our time. Thank you both for being here. Thank you, Amrita, and thank you, Julie. Amrita, I'm going to start with you. Lots of people ask this question, and we asked Kate Wisniewski in our interview with her. I want to hear it from you. Tell us what the role of a dramaturg is in the creative process. Yes. You know I love this question, Michael. <laughs> uh, so, Start uh, with the hard stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I've had the honor and privilege of being a practicing dramaturg for about 16 years now. And to me, the role of a dramaturg is an individual who can come into a production and support the play's development from inception through to fruition. Uh, I also believe that the role of a dramaturg is to provide uh, cultural context to the world of a production. Often when I'm working with Shakespeare, so much of my uh, job is to support how do we understand the translation of a play from when Shakespeare wrote it, from the intended time period of that play, to how an audience is experiencing it today. Uh, and then also, I will say, both in the world of Shakespeare and also when I'm working with playwrights who are developing new and original plays, I work very closely on the translation and editing and shaping of the script. So with uh, living playwrights, I have the honor of supporting their dreams and intentions being manifested through a script uh, with a script such as Sean San Jose's translation of Coriolanus. I had the opportunity to work closely with Sean and director Kate Wisniewski on the edit and the cut of the script for the podcast. Uh, and I really do feel with that, the play's the thing. The script to me is always the foundation of dramaturgy and then I build my work from there. This is Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On podcast series. I hope you're enjoying this conversation with the creatives behind the scenes. To listen to the full interview, join the Play On supporting cast for just $5 a month, which by the time you hear this might be less than you'll pay for a gallon of gas. You'll get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. You'll also enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series. Subscribe today for $5 a month. Join the cast. Go to ncpodcast.com and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Next Chapter Podcasts.